Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself talk about vocation in society. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to Being Lutheran Podcast. I'm Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me... Pastor Jason Goodham. And Pastor Brian Rickey. And we're not talking about RefCon anymore. We're not, we're, yeah, we, there will be no plugs for RefCon. Uh, we're the back, in the, back in the office. Back in the office. There's no, you know, there's not 35 people yeah. staring at us disapprovingly. Yeah. Just Brian at this point staring at us <laughs> disapprovingly. Only if you talk about baseball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there's plenty to talk about baseball. But yeah, it's good to be back together. Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, as we record this episode, uh, there's one more of the RefCon Q&As, and then we'll mm-hmm. be back on track. This ends... Vocation, and then we'll probably have a Q and A. Vocation, vocation. And I'm sure we'll just never talk about that yeah, ever again. again. Silence. Never ever. And what we're doing is we're prepping for mm-hmm. a brand new series on the Augsburg Confession, which Ooh. I'm super duper excited Ooh, yes. about. Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. awesome. It's snowing outside. We've had mm-hmm. the coldest days of the season so far. The yeah. last few days. Yeah, and, Minneapolis uh, is a mess. We're in Advent, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's good. Advent yeah. and Christmas I, is around the corner. I have really been enjoying bringing out the little Lent aspect of Advent for mm-hmm. my congregation. There's been a lot of teaching moments. The for preparation, that. repentance. It's, prepar- it's a penitential it. season. There's preparations, mm-hmm. focus on repentance, and you know we we all have been conditioned for years. Uh, to treat Advent like pre-Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like Advent is, for most sane people, Advent is permission to listen to Christmas music. And, so we're Pavlov's reindeer, is that yeah, what we are? Right. Yeah, we, you know, it's Christmas cookie season, it's Christmas light yeah. season, but there's more to it than that. And Advent snob. Uh, yeah, I'm an Advent. Oh, look at that! I'm an Advent hipster. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Saint Nicholas with a dyed black beard and a yes. comb over well, on top. Yeah. I will, I will admit that Homo I, in almost all of yeah, all of, <laughs> wow, that was a deep dive, nerd. Yeah. That was a deep dive, nerd. <laughs> smack you! No, Saint Valentine would smack and Saint God. Nicholas mm-hmm. would punch it. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, the the first three parishes I served didn't necessarily embrace that whole Advent thing, and yep. and I I really enjoyed you know the church plant that Jason that that you uh, have kind of brought me into uh, over at Resurrection. I, I love just thinking about Advent, mm. and it's it, and it's been really nice to do that and not and know that I'm not going to get any kickback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when are we going to start singing Christmas songs? I'm like, yeah, well, right. When Christmas season starts. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, like, yes. Every year I enjoy some good-natured ribbing from my congregation because I refuse to put Christmas hymns mm-hmm. until but Christmas season. At least it's good-natured. It they understand why I do it. This year I'm caving uh, because Christmas <laughs> falls in the middle of the week. Oh, right. And so for people who are traveling... The last Sunday in Advent, we'll have Christmas hymns there you for go. the sake of people. It's close enough. We right? actually have a yeah. Christmas concert that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, right. We're going to do one combined service for, and a bunch of musicians. And, yeah. For the Lutheran police out there who are listening to this, mm-hmm. I apologize. I cop to it. But there are some hills just not worth dying on. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, it's just sometimes it's not worth it. But no. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Brett? Yeah, so we're, we're basically going to have Jason re- re-give his <laughs> session from RefCon. <laughs> Vocation in society. Yeah, I have Um, the benefit of being the only one of the three of us who Mm -hmm. uh, 
got to talk about the subject here oh, on the right, podcast after. after the RefCon thing. Yeah. So you guys were all leading up to it, and we yeah, already we've covered all it. touched on it though on yeah. different aspects of yeah. location. Oh, yeah. We definitely, yep. you know, did touch on all three states, yep. you know, as we went through it. So yeah, and and so we, we also have the the benefit of being able to rehash it and yeah. Maybe uh, talk about some of the things you you brought up or mentioned. Well, and, and you know, depending on the, the the direction of the discussion, whether it's this episode or the next episode, we'll be rehashing some of what you guys talked about of mm-hmm. vocation of the family and vocation of the church because there's so much crossover. And really, mm-hmm. you know, we've said this with just about every topic, but I, I really mean this. This this topic, vocation mm-hmm. in society, could legitimately be its own podcast yeah we could there's so much to add infinitum we could talk about Mm -hmm. the theology behind it but really you could sit down pull up the current events for the week and and talk about it from a theological perspective and you would have a fine radio show for for discussion uh it's just so massive Mm -hmm. what we're what what the topic covers the various parts of our life that it touches i mean it's there's Do do you think that's maybe why this this one of the three that we've talked about is maybe the fuzziest for people because it's so broad and it's, so. I think. It, I mean, you know, you think of vocation, the family. You have your specific family members in mind. Church. You think of your church. Yeah. But then you say, and then everything else, society. Well, and I think that a lot of people want to see some of these things as like black and white, and some mm-hmm. they, some of them they are clearly, you know. But otherwise, there's aspects of scripture. That as you attri- apply the principles and the truths that are, are preserved for us in God's holy word, it's it's not always a one to one you know application, and you've got to do the work, and it's not yeah. easy. And when you when you do this, you can't do it mean spiritedly. I think that there are actually talk shows that try to do this, but they almost come at it from, in my opinion, a sarcastic and snarky mm-hmm. way of doing things, or they almost breed pride and and hatred mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit right. and, I get, and discord yeah, is, and, yeah. Yep. and off mic we were talking about a particular show that was like that and i think that that does more harm for the body of christ mm-hmm. and i just think that we just always need to always start with christ's grace and mercy yeah you know the whole log sliver parable you know what i'm saying you gotta always start with examination like lord i'm a sinner uh, i don't deserve your salvation nor could i ever earn it mm-hmm. and lord help me to understand this person's situation in a way that honors you and doesn't weaken or change the truth of your holy word but yet preaches the gospel of christ to this person mm-hmm. without giving up the farm you know yep, so absolutely that's not easy it I, takes work. Yeah, and I, I really think in your description, Brett, you, you hit the nail on the head. This is a fuzzy issue. The lines are blurred, like you said, Brian. There's no black and white. It's spongy. And, and there's so many different errors we can fall into. We, we, we fall into the error of making everything too finite and delicate of a point mm-hmm. when there's so much flux going on. Mm-hmm. Talking about vocation in society, you, you really have a lot of hiccups because your vocation in society, Brian, is way different than my vocation in society, which is way different than your vocation in society, Brett. Yep. And, yep. and the thing of it is, we're all, for the most part, in the same demographic. Yeah, right. We're all white. We're all <laughs> pastors. We're really? all Lutheran pastors. I mean, and in, in, in all of our commonalities 
our vocations explode out from that and are so yep. different. And then yep. you can bring in different things like race and class relations into this. It's yep. you getting too finite. You have to wade through the politics of things mm-hmm. and, and really find ways to love your neighbors. And on the other side of the horse that we can fall off of, the problem is it's so big that what we find is that people don't spend any time mm-hmm. thinking about it. It is yep. that vocation in society ends up ultimately to be rejected yeah. because there's so much of it, you yeah, know, right. to, for lack of a You'd better be overwhelmed phrase. overwhelmed maybe. You'd be overwhelmed. And, and I think that there are certain personality types that it, it's even more overwhelming than for others. Mm-hmm. And so there's even not a blanket way of doing right. that because each person is going to deal with different topics or aspects of society yep. in different ways, some more severe, some less severe. And it's, it is, it's messy. But it is love mm-hmm. to, to take that extra step and to bear one another's burdens yep. and do the best you can in the power of the Holy Spirit to love your neighbor as yourself. Yep. And, and as unhelpful as it might sound, maybe what we would say at the beginning of this series is that the best way to think about vocation in society is simply to spend some time thinking about vocation mm-hmm. in society. It, it needs to right. be talked about. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can have this big, huge picture and then... By doing that, you you kind of narrow it down for yeah. a little bit, at least yeah. a little bit more manageable. Um, yeah, manageable way. Yeah, and, and honestly, just maybe even ascribe to a wonderful dependency on God. Like if you run across something in your day, literally just stop and say, "God, help me with this situation mm-hmm. to handle it properly." Just just fostering that beautiful dependency yeah. that yeah. we have on Christ and the Holy Spirit. You know, and just yep. put our reason aside and right. just ask God to help us. Yep. I know sometimes I pray in the morning, you know, bless, bless interactions I'll have with people that I'll bump into today. You know, maybe I I didn't foresee seeing a certain person in my life, but the circumstances of that day, uh, God brought them before me. And I think that's maybe one way to see God's hand in this is that he brings us neighbors uh, through our, all the other vocations um, as, as our day goes about. Well, I think that's probably a good good baseline statement. It, you, we, we take this probably from the Good Samaritan mm-hmm. and the lesson we learned uh, from Christ in that. But in reality, vocation in society starts with simply loving the neighbor you have, mm-hmm. loving the neighbor you've been given to love right now. Love the one you're with. Love the one you're with. You know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't start singing that song. Stop it! 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 Stop Oh, anyway. Today's grumpy moment of the day. I'm sorry, but I... Get get off my lawn. I hate that song because it's so not confident love. It's like all about me and my feelings for the moment. No. And that's not what we're saying at all, but we can spend... Sorry, sorry guys. We can spend so much time 
trying to finagle our lives into these hypothetical situations that might mm-hmm. never ever come up mm. and at the same time ignoring someone who God has put in our life for us to love yeah. yep. you know this yep. curmudgeon corner was brought to you by Ray's Rose Coffee <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so it's you, you start with who do I have to love mm-hmm immediately sure you know and 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 again that starts with this hierarchy that we've established it starts with the family Mm -hmm. and extends to our congregation where there are finite areas but beyond that there are people in our communities around us in our careers and you know whatever we're doing i like your you have listed here four vocational corners of society yeah that Um, was it was it's again this is the alliteration is just I couldn't help myself. I know you're. That's what you're known for. <laughs> yeah, right? the the alliteration. <laughs> it's it's how we're trained in seminary, right? Yeah. It's, I was thinking about it, and it's something I prepped for my refcon presentation, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it anywhere, but it was helpful to me. It's like how do we classify things just in a way that enables us to talk about it, mm-hmm. and and there has to be categories, right? And so I came up with four C's. I call them the four vocational corners of society mm-hmm. that involve our community, and mm-hmm. by community, I mean our immediate neighborhoods right. and your so neighborhood yep and, and, and or your the town you live in yeah, yeah so so what that looks like for me living mm-hmm. in twin city suburbs is the block or the street that i live yep. on and and we actually have a really tight neighborhood association that yeah, several people come out for neighborhood night out yeah and it, it encompasses about a four block radius around the yep. center home that we host it at all yep. the time I, I love that neighborhood night out yeah it's yeah. great good national night yep. out. Yeah. yeah our national night out yep uh and and so it starts there and then it's for me it's the suburb of golden valley you know mm-hmm. and and those are the communities and jason lives at yeah give you I'll give you my exact address. And, <laughs> and, Social security and number. And, well, we haven't yeah. gotten too many hate pieces of hate mail, so yeah. maybe no, it's okay. It's, it's gentle pats mm-hmm. on the back so far. Yeah. We'll take it. So you have your community yeah, right. that you live in, that you interact with, that you meet people. You know, mm-hmm. The closer I shop to home, the more likely I am to run into people that I recognize yep. and say hi and things like that. Right. Yep. Uh, another corner. Which, is, which might be different for somebody living in the rural places where you have to... Add about a half an hour extra of oh, yeah. yeah, it's a much bigger square mileage, but it probably has less people in it. Like Go, the, going to Walmart means I'm going to talk it's to a day trip. Yeah, yeah. right. Talk well, to everybody that I bump into. When I served out in South Dakota, and I would see a lot of my congregation, mm-hmm. or uh, not a lot, but I would see, I would oftentimes at least run into one or two people. Yeah, right. Which you wouldn't think it would because it was in a different town. Yeah, it was 18 miles away, and uh, but we'd still yeah, run into still, them because it's the yep. only Walmart within right. 50 miles. And, and, and I've talked about how before before she died, my grandma, I had taken her a couple times to the Mall of America here in Minneapolis. And each and every time mm. I've taken her there, she ran into someone. I remember you telling she that. She knows. And yeah. this is this big tourist trap. But, you know, it's, you know, a life well lived mm-hmm. in multiple places. And she was always bumping into people she knows. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the community aspect yep. of your neighbors. Yep. Uh, your career. The career, yeah. And this is what most people think about vocation when they think about vocation is your job. And your career is where you are working, right? Well, we'll flip that in just a second. But so this would be your boss, your mm-hmm. coworkers, your customers, mm-hmm. uh, the 
the different people you bump into, like different vendors and things yep. and the relationships you have there, that comes into focus with your career. Yep. On the flip side of that coin is commerce. And this is mm -hmm. where I was starting to press the C issue uh, just a little bit. Yeah. But that is where you do business and people in their jobs are serving you. Mm -hmm. And so there's overlap yeah, there with your community, right. most likely, yeah. uh, but also sometimes with your job yeah. or whatever. So it's where are you shopping regularly? Sure. You might and, have the same cashier often that yeah. you know their name. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and almost always when I'm doing business in my community, I'm trying to do it with people I already have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. you know, I have my mechanic whom I trust. Yeah. And I, the, the only thing that I don't have a relationship with just because they try to foist it upon us is our bank. <laughs> you know, I want an impersonal relationship with my teller. I okay. don't want them asking awkward questions about what my make weekend plans are. But that's the I'll take your curmudgeon corner and I'll raise it. Uh. Right. <laughs> Get but, off my lawn! You know, oh. you know, I want to have a go-to electrician. I want to yeah. have a go-to repairman. Sure. And, and so, in in commerce, your neighbor becomes the the vendors that you are mm -hmm. using regularly that are serving you. Yep. And in turn, you're serving them by paying your bills and you yep. know things like that. And then finally, and this is the big one, this is one everyone fights over is your citizenship. Mm. I couldn't get the, the, the assonance, but we did get the alliteration mm -hmm. on that. The citizenship is you as a citizen in your municipality, yep. in your state, and in your country. Right. And what that looks like, what are your responsibilities, what neighbors are you loving, and mm -hmm. what neighbors are loving you. Mm -hmm. And so those four areas, I, I think... They cover as mm -hmm. broad of the spectrum as we possibly yeah. can. You might find other uh, exceptions, right. but I think we'll land in one of those quadrants, if not more. And sure. this isn't hard and fast. I haven't yep. seen it delineated this way before, yep. but I needed a better way to think about it, and this is what I came yep. up with. It, it helps take the the fuzzy, abstract idea and bring it into more focus. And even as you walk through and think through each of those areas, I'm sure all of us were imagining our just day-to-day -day life and the stuff that we do, you know, yeah. Tuesday afternoon and walking or driving somewhere across neighborhood or, yeah, whatever it might be. Yeah, it's, it, it, it just kind of helps you think about your life better. And, and one of the exercises that would be helpful in this is we talked about it when we were going through the Lord's Prayer and how I and my congregation were mm -hmm. talking about our daily bread. What are the actual steps that your literal daily bread takes to get to you? Yep. And you start to see this interacting in a real-world basis. You have the farmer. Mm -hmm. You have the machinist who provided the equipment. Yep. You have the implement dealer. You have the, the baker. Some hundred plus. Oh, we, more than that, probably. I think we stopped at around 55 mm -hmm. before we had just like, okay, we burned 20 minutes on this exercise and we're, we're just getting started. But it's your life in action mm -hmm. is what brings these neighbors in and out on a daily basis, mm -hmm. you know? I thought the bread fairy just came and brought it to the store and put it on a shelf. Only if you have the best bread. It's, <laughs> it's, it is organic, non-GMO, oh, no. <laughs> free-range bread That's, that yeah. the bread fairy delivers. Pa paleo. No. <laughs> paleo bread. <laughs> It's, but I mean, we do, we do, we don't think about some yeah. of those things. I mean, if you think about what life would be a couple hundred years ago when you had to do it all yourself, right. for the most oh. part, I mean, you're self-sufficient, mm -hmm, really. Yeah. But for instance, like I can go and hopefully go months without mm -hmm. seeing my mechanic, mm -hmm. and we don't interact unless we cross paths in the yep. neighborhood or something, and then I'll see him, and he is doing me a service. Yep. 
by fixing my car and I'm doing him a service by paying him for that yeah. and by being faithful with my business. Yep. And that's what love for neighbor looks mm-hmm. like in the third estate. Right. So maybe take a little bit of a step back here. How about law and gospel? I mean, it, very quickly we can get into the law burden of yep. loving our neighbor we, Where, how does the gospel come into play from, from a vocational perspective, we remember primarily the way we interact with the law first is by obeying the commandments, which lay out the boundaries mm-hmm. for our vocations. Again, we, we go back that thing. The way you love your doctor mm-hmm. is different than the way you love your wife. Yeah. You know, it's, it's obvious to say, mm-hmm. but it works. And so the commandments work in different ways mm-hmm. with different vocations. But also we would remember that the laws utilized in our lives vocationally is that we are thinking about how we are serving our neighbor with the Mm -hmm. law and not how we are being shortchanged by someone else with the law. And so Mm -hmm. the primary focus is on us harming our neighbor and not in our neighbor harming us. Now, that's not to say that we let ourselves be walk all over or -hmm. or things like that, but it is because of the gospel that that relationship has been inverted. We would remember we are free to love our neighbor because of the gospel, Mm -hmm. uh, because everything we need for life and salvation has been taken care of Mm -hmm. by Christ in the gospel, yep. and then the gospel frees us to love our neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so that's your gospel interaction yep. primarily. Good. Good. Yeah. I, I just didn't want to get too far without touching and on that. All these multiple moving parts, it is really astounding at how quickly we lose focus on those mm-hmm. bedrock foundational things and have to keep going back and cycling back and reviewing those principles mm-hmm. because sooner or later we'll find ourselves down some rabbit hole, whether it's politics or, or communication with an actual neighbor in your community, and you've left those principles behind because you're so far mm-hmm winding down these paths of hypotheticals and, yep. and this, yeah. that, and the other thing. But cycling back to is, is really, we are not allowed to think vocationally without that assurance of salvation mm-hmm. mindset behind it. Yep. Yeah, good. Very good. Well, should we wrap up? We're, 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 a, little we're a little early, early but little I think early. we can wrap up here. We'll talk about some of the various vocations mm-hmm. in those four corners next episode and then talk about what happens when vocation breaks down mm-hmm. and when we're failing to love our neighbors and yep. and there are some patterns we can discern of what's going on and where we failed and then you know there there's conversations to be had on the theologies that build from these concepts yep. we need to be talking about two kingdoms and we mm-hmm. need to be talking about two yeah, kinds of righteousness right. and things like that yep a lot of catechesis that needs to happen I love it read yep. your catechism but for now keep calm and vocate Keep calm yes. and vocal. <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt somewhere. Uh, it should be. Maybe it'll be yeah. our new t-shirt. Ooh, you never know. Yeah. Being Lutheran swag. Exactly. All right. Colossians chapter four. Thought it was fitting. Verses five and six. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion on vocation in society. God bless you and have a great week.